Hey, how's it going guys? Uh, Eric Abroad here. I am in Osaka Castle Park here in Japan. Uh, it is a Friday morning. Well, it's noon, but it's uh, Friday. Uh, we're out here doing a little bit of a morning um, outdoors podcast. That's where I'd use my sound effects, but I don't have my sound effects. I don't have my computer. I'm on a cell phone. Uh, got you guys on a tripod and a little wind microphone. So I hope this works today. This is kind of uh, something I've never really done. I mean, I've done live streams before, but not like a podcast style. So um, kind of an experiment. Welcome to the stream. If you guys are new to uh, the YouTube live stream format, as you can see, there is a live chat. So please say hi in the chat. Uh, the more activity in the chat, I, I tend to think the more fun it can be for everyone to kind of engage. Um, uh, also consider maybe uh, checking out Patreon and uh, memberships for uh, the YouTube channel that you can join if you're considering um, supporting the channel. You can also do super chats in the chat if you wanna do that as well. Otherwise, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, also, quick update on uh, the podcast. I had kind of done a, just a personal podcast, this one. Um, uh, off, I was doing it about once a week or once every two weeks for about a year, or maybe not a year, but I was doing it for a while. I made about 20 episodes. And those episodes, unfortunately, I, apparently they're no longer online. I had originally had them uploaded on SoundCloud, but SoundCloud costs money. And at one point I actually canceled the service because I just didn't want to pay it every month. I wasn't really doing it at the time. Um, right now I'm downloading all of those podcasts and I'm, I'm redistributing them um, so that they will be online again. So right now it's like refreshing. Um, so updates on that later. You'll like, if you are following the podcast on, um, on Apple Podcasts, which is the, or wait, not Apple, sorry, Google Podcasts, right? Yeah, Google Podcasts, I think, uh, would be the one for um, Android, and then iTunes, whatever the podcast thing is for iTunes, it'll be on there as well. Um, it won't be on SoundCloud, though, so if you have it on SoundCloud, um, they'll be up for one month, because I paid for one month just so that I can um, get a hold of the files and re-upload them. So those will be back up again, and as we're doing more of these podcasts every week or every two weeks or so uh, moving forward, they will be uploaded for free um, audio and then of course here on the channel video format like you're watching now guys we're here in the park this is nice here take off your mask really quick if you're if you're not around anyone <sighs> it feels good that feels good um i'm gonna read some comments here in the start before uh we start the podcast honestly this is kind of just uh i'm kind of winging this today i've got a couple things i want to chat about but like the podcast is kind of just hanging out um, and before I would always do the podcast, kind of I would have a topic and discuss it for an hour and then end it, but it wasn't live. So now that it's live, there's kind of a little bit more of engagement and stuff. So um, at the start here, I'll kind of read some comments and just kind of hang out and uh, answer any questions if you guys have any or anything. But ultimately guys, we're just hanging out and um, I'll kind of um, start talking at one point. There's a couple things I wanted to discuss. It's the fall and it's Halloween. Uh, I wanted to talk about some stories from Halloween here in Japan. Um, plans for tomorrow is Halloween um, here in Japan. It's going to be on a Saturday this year, so it's going to be pretty crazy. Even though it's Corona times, Japan is open, so I'm triple masking up, and we have some plans for tomorrow. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we'll be streaming that tomorrow on Twitch, by the way. And then um, I also wanted, I guess, just being out in nature it made me think, oh, yeah, I kind of wanted to talk about my experience um, with outdoors in Japan and a lot of the things I want to do in the in Japan still I still haven't gone camping you know like proper like like because I don't have the gear I don't have a car like in, in the US I can borrow my parents car I can borrow my dad's tent you know I have all the gear um, I can buy my own stuff but here I don't have any of that so I haven't gone camping yet but I kind of want to 
So I just want to talk about that. But um, if you can't go camping, just like little day trips you can do like this or go hiking into other areas. I just wanted to talk about that today. But it's the fall. It's time for cozy coffee, pumpkin spice lattes, and uh, autumn leaves. Some of, the fall, some of the leaves are falling behind me. I think it looks pretty nice. Also, we have a little widescreen here. Um, it doesn't look as clean, so I don't have it on right now. But uh, from time to time, I might swap it on like this. It's uh, the bubble. Um, pretty widescreen view here of, uh, for those watching on the video, I just put on a, a lens filter that makes it like a fisheye lens. But um, when you take it off, it's a little bit cleaner, I think, as like video quality goes. So we're streaming at 480p, so it's not the highest quality anyway, but um, we'll go from there. Uh, Tendar's in the chat, and he said, I didn't wake up today thinking I was gonna see right up Eric's nostrils. Oh boy. Boop, 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 boop. How's it going? La Miss You says, hi, nice to see you, it's Beans. Hey Beans, guess where I just was? Uh, Beans is a fan of the, uh, uh, she actually lives in Osaka. She's a fan of the, the, YouTube, the, the Twitch stream and the YouTube channel, I, I hope. <laughs> but uh, she had actually gotten me a gift and when she said, can you meet me at Osaka Castle Park Starbucks? And that's where we met actually, she was really nice. We took a selfie and she, um, she bought me a video game. Uh, the Elder Scrolls III Morrowind for the PC, brand new sealed um, in the box. She found a copy for sale and bought it for me. And um, she was really cool. So good to see you. I was at, I was at uh, your Starbucks today. Is there a pumpkin, star pumpkin spice latte in Starbucks now? I don't know. Do they even sell that in Japan? Hey, as much crap as the pumpkin spice latte gets, I mean, let's be honest, we've all had it. It's pretty good, right? I don't order it like normally, but like if I saw it again here in, in uh, Japan, I'd probably get one. Just get a tall pumpkin spice, pretty nice. Um, that or the, uh, the peppermint white mocha. The, people think that you can only order the peppermint white mocha around Christmas time at Starbucks, but I used to work at a Starbucks for about six months back in college. Uh, you can get it any time of the year. They just don't advertise it. It's literally peppermint and white mocha. That was a pretty good one. I don't really drink the sugary drinks anymore. I just stick to black coffee nowadays, but I still remember how good it tasted and it was quite good. Uh, Tendar says, miss you dude, hope you are well and staying safe. Yeah, I'm doing well so far, man. I, um, I mean, up in, uh, as far as I know, you know, I haven't gotten, um, they're not, you can't just get tested here in Japan. You have to have like symptoms. Um, so, um, I mean, it's possible I have antibodies or anything like that, but I haven't felt any symptoms personally. I don't, I personally don't think I've gotten sick, but, um, you know, if I got a test and they said you have antibodies, that's something, right? So I'm not sure, but I feel fine. So, um, my, my quick, quick little story. Uh, I guess again, we're kind of just winging this today. This week, um, I, I woke up getting ready for work uh, kind of like speedily getting ready. You know, I was like, crap, I only have like 30 minutes. Okay, I gotta eat and shower. So I was going kind of speed mode, right? I go and like turn on the shower, you know, usually like turn on the shower and then like leave the bathroom to let it run for a minute until it gets hot and then come back, right? Go back into the shower and it's still cold. It's like, huh, that's kind of weird. So I try it again. What the hell? I go and check the water heater and I touch it and it's ice cold. It's like, oh shit. So I have 30 minutes till work, but I woke up with like, you know, I was a mess. And uh, I literally, like three days ago, had to, uh, and it's freezing cold now, you know, it's the fall. Um, I had to literally on my kitchen stove, I got the biggest pot I have, boiled some water as quickly as possible. And right before work, I took the boiling pot and put it in my bathtub and then got like a ladle, like a kitchen ladle. It was pouring it on my head. <laughs> I'm like buck naked, just like, oh, fuck. That was terrible. So. 
Uh, the reason I'm mentioning that is I, uh, I had a hot shower this morning. My God, I feel great. And I had a boiling hot bath last night. So apparently the, uh, the building's electricity for my room only was, was shut off. Like not, but not all the electricity, just like whatever the, the, um, the breaker, whichever breaker was connected to my water heater was off. So <laughs> I was super bit, uh, you know, I messaged the landlord like, Hey, why is my, you know, is it broken? And, uh, they said, Hey, we, uh, we'll send a guy, but we can't have a guy. It was the weekend when this happened. Uh, it was a Saturday. So they're like, we can't get a guy to you until Monday. So it's like two days with no shower. I'm like, fuck, you start to, you start to realize how much we take for granted a daily hot shower. You know what I mean? Like how, like if you were, if you were thrown into the woods, you know, like, like camping style or whatever, within like two days, you're like, oh my God, I would give anything for a hot tub of water. You know what I mean? Um, it's amazing how much you realize, uh, well, how much you just take for granted those things. So, uh, hot water is back on. So yay. <laughs> I took a boiling hot bath last night, put it right up to my neck and just fell asleep like that. It was nice. All right. Uh, Max Smith asks, how have you been since Corona started? Um, this, this sound, okay. Cause I've been asked this a lot and I've answered a lot. So I already have like a prepped answer for this. Um, this might sound bad, but I hope it doesn't. Um, and I hope it's almost like, oh, that's good to hear kind of a thing personally for me. And again, this isn't me trying to like, whatever. I'm just being honest. Since Corona started, things have been very outside of Corona, of course, and like the restrictions on just all that things have been very good for me. I gotta be honest with you guys. I, at the time, I kind of mentioned it last podcast, so I'll speed through it. But, um, around the time of Corona, I was still working English teaching full time, like, you know, five days a week or whatever. And I was uh, starting to burn out on it. And I was starting to, at that point, I was already talking to my boss about switching to part-time, but still maintaining a visa. We were like working on a deal. And when Corona happened, it sped that process up like tremendously. So rather than waiting like over the course of like three or four months to make that happen, to like wean out of working full-time, it was like, okay, it's Corona. You have to work from home anyway. You're part-time now. I was like, like if you want, they, they weren't like forceful. So that was good. Um, and then because of Corona, I got to work from home. That was nice. You know, just more time at home, more relaxed. Um, that was definitely an adjustment period though, for all of us, of course, adjusting to being inside all the time, you know, at, like at first it was kind of exciting at first, wasn't it? Like as, as, as horrible as it is. And if anyone here had, you know, knows anyone that got sick, I I'm so sorry for that. You know, I'm not trying to like rain on anyone's parade here or, or the opposite of that. <laughs> I'm not trying to, I don't know what I'm trying to say there, but, uh, where was I going with that? But I think, I think for a lot of us though, right? It was like when it started, it was kind of exciting. It's like, oh, I get to stay home. Okay, this is kind of nice. Okay, oh, I can just like, you know, stay in pajamas all day. This is pretty sweet. I was getting a bunch of work done and this is why we're doing more YouTube stuff now. You know, I've had more time for it. Um, but very soon you start to realize like, shit, I need some exercise or something. Cause I don't, I, I think before COVID I wasn't really exercising too much. Um, you, know, I, you know, I'd go skateboarding every once in a while or um, go on a hike or, you know, but it wasn't like a routine. Um, and I wasn't very like, you know, adamant about doing it. But now that like we're inside all the time, I've become a little bit more like, okay, I got to do something. Even if it's inside, just doing pushups, you got to get some endorphins going because you just, you build up this kind of tension. I think like if I don't just like, um, I think something I've learned growing up for sure. And I think it's something we all know, but you kind of just like don't want to think about it because you don't want to, because you know, who wants to exercise, right? No one really wants to do it. But if you have one thing in your day that you do that you don't want to do, but you do it anyway, 
it's it's really healthy, I think. And I think that's like an obvious like duh, but it's something that I've really come to really take to heart and appreciate. Like something I've actually like now that I've kind of gone through the COVID thing, it's like, okay, yeah, actually having something shitty that you don't want to do like jogging or whatever, but like, all right, I'm going to do it anyway. And during it, you're like, oh, this sucks. But after 10 minutes, you're like, okay, I got this. And then when you get home and take a shower, you've, you're, you're tired, but in a good way. Like you're ready to go to bed. Um, you feel healthy. I don't know. So I've, I've, I've come to appreciate that. But long answer short, you're asking how has COVID been? It's been good. My work schedule's changed. I've been able to do way more YouTube stuff. Um, I was busy with a bunch of other video projects before, but now that COVID happened, those projects are no longer happening. Um, unfortunately, but it's opened up more time for us to do YouTube. So I'm going to talk today about, um, we have a new YouTube video coming out next week in relation to Halloween, um, which is going to be a lot of fun. We already started shooting for it and it's so far it's really good. Jack's from PSO. Hey, what's up, man? Loving this podcast format. Hey, what's up, man? I wish I could say this was my backyard. Yeah, I just got some land here in Japan. Ah, it's not bad, you know, play a little PSO on the CRT outside. No, we're in a public park, but it's a nice public park and it's not far to get to from my house. I had to pay $2 to get here on a train. Not bad. Um, just mask up, get on the train and then walk from here and get a little Starbucks. It's a little cold. I gotta be honest, guys. I didn't want to have to wear a jacket. I feel like when you're, if you're doing a podcast or any kind of a video and you're all jacketed up, I can feel kind of like a douche, but there's a lot of wind chill and I don't want to catch cold, especially during COVID time. So I'm going to put the jacket on. I've got a little winter coat here. Hang on. Intermission. Do, 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 do. Oh, one uh, thing, I forgot to start charging uh, my pocket Wi-Fi. How foolish of me. As well as my, what am I doing? Hang on. I gotta plug you guys in. I, uh, <clears throat> I brought out a different tripod, so my setup is just a little different than I normally do. Let's see. Sorry, guys. Kind of winging this here. How can I get this cable? Oh, boy. Let's see. All right, we're gonna have to jerry-rig this. Uh, this is my normal tripod and it has a battery connected to it. So here's like my Wi-Fi. But I need to get this cable into there without it. Hang on. <laughs> I didn't mean to do this live, but I forgot, I'm sorry. Let's see. So like, it's such a short cable. I don't have any backup cable. Oh boy. Let's see. Jack Rippo, what's up, man? Good to see you in the chat. Your podcast is so helpful to improve my listening skills. Thank you, really? Uh, for your English uh, listening skills. Well, that's awesome, man. Happy to help. I, I think I speak pretty fast, so sorry about that. But if you can understand my English, you can probably speak English quite well. Oh my goodness, this is not how I wanted to do this. I'm trying to prop this up on here without it falling. Sorry if this disconnects anything, you guys. Actually, that might work. It just might work. I'm so sorry. Well, moving forward, I will have a little bit better of a setup. Gosh, dang it. There's gotta be a way I can do this. You know what? Let's try this. Slide that, nope. <laughs> God damn it. The cable's like seriously short by like three inches. Um, let's see. How can I get that to stay? I'm gonna hold it for now. English is my foreign language, oh cool. Me too. Oh wow, okay. Yeah, uh, I guess one thing I should start doing at the beginning of these podcasts is just asking, where's everyone from? Where are you guys watching from today? You know, although like the majority of my viewers are um, not Japanese, people that are interested in Japan, but if you're also, but you also can, uh, if you can watch from abroad. Okay, I'm gonna unplug you guys and then strap this on. 
and then plug you guys back in. I'm sorry to do this live. I'm so sorry, you guys. Hang on. Oh, my God. Give me a minute. This is not what I like to do live. But uh, this is not working with me here. <sighs> Intermission. One sec. If I put that in there, and then wrap that there, that actually might work. How's that? Hey, is that better? Sorry about that. Okay, pretend that didn't happen. We are now charging, I think, without issue. So sorry. I had everything set up before, but then I switched my tripod last minute and I forgot to plug you guys back in. Does that work? Okay. <laughs> I'll have a better setup next time, but uh, let's just move on. Okay. Uh, from Toronto. Okay. Let's scroll. Th uh, Frozen looks pretty good. Oh, cool. All right. We got people uh, listening in from Toronto, South Korea, Indonesia, Connecticut, and Texas. Okay. Okay. So some Americans, but also some foreigners in South Korea. Very nice. Yeah, I only spent a weekend in South Korea, but I really enjoyed it. How long did it take for you to learn kanji? So I'll even admit my kanji is not 100%. Um, even when I was in college studying, I probably at like my peak <laughs> of Japanese study, I probably could, I probably knew like could read about like five or 600, but I could only read like actually write physically like two or 300. Now, I don't think I can write that much nearly at all. Um, again, I meant to do this all before I started, but okay. Uh, so my, my kanji recently, because in school you're like writing because you have to do it for, for, for like homework, but once you graduate, there's never really a lot of times you have to actually write with your hand nowadays, right? You're using a cell phone and stuff, so... Um, and emails and stuff, so I can read a lot more than I can write. I'll say that. Yeah, outdoor, I, outdoor IRL tends to have a lot of those like downtime issues. So I was trying to like not have any of that for the podcast, but here we are. Sorry about that. Again, I'll probably. <laughs> this is kind of an experiment, but moving forward, I think uh, even just from today, I'm kind of learning what works and what doesn't. We got a couple of people from uh, Australia, New Zealand, and Honduras. Wow, Honduras, that's really cool. How's the weather in Honduras? It's, it's, a, it's a warm climate down there, isn't it? Um, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I would love to take you guys. We're here at Osaka Castle Park. I would love to take you guys around toward the castle. Unfortunately, I don't think the internet's very good closer to the castle. It's infamously bad for live streaming up there. So we're all, like below the castle. The castle's to my, uh, I guess that would be, is that west? Yeah, I don't know. West of me here. Um, is the castle and we're down here in the park the park kind of surrounds the there's a there's like literally a moat that surrounds the castle and then there's a park on the outside of the moat which is pretty nice the Philippines nice delayed it hey what's up Bruce <laughs> what are you gonna do outside drink coffee with you guys it's a, a nice brisk morning here in Japan very sunny a little cloudy but it's very windy so I, got, I put the jacket on to warm up here now, if I, I think if we were to edit the podcast and upload just the audio, we would start like now. <laughs> like from uh, this has all been kind of troubleshooting and just kind of bullshitting. So I'm still kind of learning what works with doing a podcast live as I don't want to like 
I feel like if you're gonna listen to the podcast, there should be sections where it's like, okay, I'm, I'm talking and answering the chat, and then we start the podcast and I talk just talking. And then we have like an intermission where I talk with the chat. We did that last time from home, so doing it live is just a, like outside, has just been a little, this is a little bit different, but um, we will learn and move forward. So, reading some more comments here. Uh, they said, is this the Deer Park? This is not the Deer Park. The Deer Park is in Nara though, the famous Nara Deer Park of Japan. Uh, if you've ever wanted to pet a deer that's very domesticated, you can go to Nara and do that. They're very, very dirty, <laughs> but they're fun and they're cute. But be careful, if you keep crackers in your pocket, they'll, they'll, they'll reach in and bite them or bite your, uh, I've had my took is bitten by the, the deer. I actually made a video about that. Go on my YouTube channel and uh, there's a Nara Park video actually, I forgot about that. Uh, Max Smith said, you recommend practicing writing at all or just focus on reading and speaking? Personally, okay, as if I was a teacher, I'd say of course you should practice your writing. If I'm being honest as like a person, um, I think speaking and reading is much, much, much more important than being able to write it. Now, of, yeah, yeah, I'll stick with that. But if you can't write, then how can you blah, blah, blah? Well, okay, but in nowadays, like just being honest with like nowadays and technology and stuff, there's, there's, it's very seldom that I have to actually write kanji. And if I do, it's like, it's at city hall when I have to fill out documents and stuff, but usually I can have them help me or I, I come prepared with like a phone to make sure I'm, I know what I'm doing, but like, um, no, uh, being, being honest, if you can read the kanji and speak Japanese, that's way more important than being able to, to write anything. Uh, Kenshin Himura says, hi, hello, hello. Welcome, welcome. How hype is Halloween looking this year in the light of the virus, Bruce? Um, long answer short, because I'm gonna go in for a while. It's gonna be crazy tomorrow, because it's a Saturday. It's gonna be crazy. The timing is actually perfect with COVID. It's, it's, <laughs> we're gonna talk about it in a second, but it's, um, it's gonna be very crowded and Pepsi Man tomorrow. So, uh, on Twitch tomorrow, so you'll see that. Very warm weather there in Honduras, but it's raining a lot. Okay. Yeah, is it like super rainforesty down there? My my friends visited there. They did a they did a, a, a was it a cruise or they did some sort of a you know travel down their trip. Is it americano or latte? Neither. It is black coffee. Straight from the straight syrup of the. What's the term now? I was gonna say straight from the horse's mouth, but that doesn't even make sense. Straight from the the cow's uttered milk. That doesn't make any sense. I'm sorry. I'm really bad with. Uh, expressions today uh there's essentially no halloween here in the u.s yeah that sucks that sucks if i was a kid i'd be super bummed out that's awful uh Irfan had the same question that max asked uh yep and i about uh reading or writing kanji again i think if you can read it it's much more important than if you can write it the birds are pissed Yeah, I may have picked the most noisy uh, nature spot here in uh, Japan. <laughs> if you guys are hearing birds trip the whole time. Sorry about that. Uh, okay, let's read a few more questions and then uh, I'll kind of uh, go into a topic. But this is kind of fun to just kind of uh, riff with the chat here as well. Uh, USS says, random question. Does your personality change when you speak Japanese uh, compared to when you speak English? That's a good question. I think, I think, I think so. Um, I, I don't think I could describe it myself, but I, I'll, I would imagine if you saw me speaking like Japanese, you'd probably see me just do some different mannerisms, like a little bit more bowing, a little bit more reserved. You kind of, I think, I think that's true with anyone who speaks two languages, right? Um, it's def I've definitely noticed it, my, like if I watch myself speaking, I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird. Um, there's definitely, um, all, like in addition to speaking a language in itself, there's also like cult cultural norms for each said country of that, of said language, of like where you learned it. Like, 
Does that make sense? Like when I'm speaking English, I'm like American, but when I speak Japanese, I try to be, you know what I mean? That's a good question. Uh, you sub to your Twitch. Glad you're doing well in these wild times. Hey, speaking of Twitch, so yeah, I'm gonna talk about it in a sec, but tomorrow we're gonna be doing a live stream uh, for Halloween. Um, very long answer short, it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy tomorrow here in Japan. Wait, what? Uh, Jack said, what time for Pepsi Man? Uh, it's hey, JMG five four four donated five dollars uh, just now, and it says Japan looks very very lovely today. Thank you so much for the support. That's very nice of you, man. I appreciate that so much. Thank you. That is very, very generous of you. Hey, and that pays for the coffee. <laughs> pays for the coffee and my train ticket to get here. So, very nice. We are now officially sponsored by JMG. Thank you, man. <laughs> Pepsi Man. Yeah, Pepsi Man will be tomorrow at 7.30 Japan time. Uh, if you're watching this live. A funny question. Do you have a plan to live in Japan forever, says Wallflower? Good question. Uh, I don't think so. Um, I really like Japan and I'm enjoying the adventure and I think for sure I'll be here at a minimum for another five years. That's not to say I'm like already packing up and planning to leave. There's still a lot I want to do here and I'm, I'm going to be here for a while. But if I'm being completely honest, um, it's been a dream of mine to kind of live here, um, you know, do my thing with YouTube and see where that goes. Maybe have some job opportunities with that um, and just continue the adventure. And then in five years or so, consider possibly maybe moving back to the U.S. And if Jenny and I are still, are still together, you know, maybe bring her with me. Um, it's, it's all a work in progress, but if I'm if, like just on a personal level, if you're asking like, are you gonna live here forever? Um, I would like to move back, I think, um, eventually, but I still have a lot I wanna do here. I hope that makes sense. Uh, Snitches asks, uh, speaking of coffee, do you brew in your own coffee at home or can you get good beans in Japan? That's a great question. You can actually. Um, there's a lot of places here that sell beans. Uh, if you're asking us, you, if you have a question on a specific place, I could probably help you out. But um, of course, if you don't mind having Starbucks, there's Starbucks is here, so you can buy the coffee uh, beans there. Um, there's alternative places. There's a place called Caldi Coffee. That's also a chain, but I think they sell like a pretty good variety of like quality, pretty high quality coffee beans. Um, uh, but to answer your question, yes, I always brew my own coffee. The only reason I bought one today um, is because we were doing a podcast and it's kind of nice to have some coffee. And it's cold out, so I wanted to have a hot drink. But um, normally, uh, I brew my own coffee from home because it's just much cheaper. And I'm drinking coffee daily nowadays, so it's, I save a lot of money on that. But yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of places to get coffee in Japan for sure. Uh, JMG, are you planning to go back to Oregon or somewhere else after five years? Now, I would love to move to Oregon, but um, I've had kind of the idea of possibly buying some land in the U.S. Um, saving up and putting a down payment on some property a little bit more in the countryside. Not necessarily like off grid, but like, let's say like, I like to say like one foot off grid, you know what I mean? Like probably still like be on the grid or whatever, but like I've had that idea for a while. Um, and if I was to do that, I would probably, I would probably consider getting land. I've been looking a lot into uh, Washington state on the West coast. Uh, I love, I would pick Oregon if I could, but Oregon's a little bit more expensive, I think. Um, Washington has some areas on the east side of um, the mountain range there that, um, so the west side of the mountains, uh, water comes in from the Pacific Ocean, and when it rains and stuff, it's like, that's why Portland and like Seattle is super wet, because there's a mountain range dividing it. There's basically like a wall where all the water accumulates and it sits there. On the east side, 
of the mountains. It's super dry. Not necessarily a desert, but it's more dry. You get like Bend, Oregon, and that's like more south. But um, there's areas that are more dry and stuff. That land is pretty cheap, um, but it's not necessarily like dead land. Like you can definitely like like grow things there and make your own gardens and things. So um, you can you can get a couple acres of land there for like 10, 20, 30 grand um, and put down payments on it. So I've had the idea for a while. We'll see. But uh, um, if I could like, if someone handed me a paper today saying like, where do you want to move? How much do you want to pay? And when do you want to do it? I'd say like, yeah, five years, Washington property and start building on there. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Cabin in the woods. Kind of. Yeah. I was thinking of doing a, uh, starting with a yurt tent. If you guys have ever seen that, it's kind of like some people like they'll buy property and while they're building their home, they live in a camper or like a trailer or something like that. I've, I've had the idea of doing a yurt tent. You basically, you build a wooden deck, a round wooden deck that it sits on and it's around, it's, it, it's only $10,000 to get a complete one and you can literally live in it as a home. You get a wood stove. Um, you can of course do electric heat if you want, but the, I think the, the ideal thing to do would be to get like a wood stove uh, inside of it for your heating. And um, it's a round tent that's like protected, you know, it's super insulated from the weather and it's $10,000. So even if like a tornado hit it and blew up in your entire house, it only costs 10 grand to build another house. I think that's pretty cheap. I mean, it's a lot of money, but compared to an actual house, you know what I mean? Is your girlfriend Japanese? Asks USS. Yes, she is. Uh, she's actually half. She, um, her father is African American and her mom is Japanese, but she's my, my girlfriend. She's never, she was born in Japan. Uh, and she's never left Japan. So her English is still not great. Um, and, but like she's studying right now and obviously I'm doing whatever I can to help. But, um, even though we're dating, um, you know, it's, it's, it's good that she's doing like a Kiowa lessons, which is like English conversation lessons and, um, studying. Cause even though you're dating someone who speaks a language, I'm still her boyfriend, not her teacher. You know what I mean? Like there's kind of a different chemistry dynamic. Like, I mean, we could like, we could have like an English speaking lesson all day, but like if, if I, if I like correct her too much and get her irritated, you know what I mean? There's, there's a different, it's a different, um, like sensei to student chemistry when we're dating. So, um, of course I'm helping her out as much as I can, but I'm not necessarily her English teacher per se. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. Uh, Kami says, Hey, another YouTube stream. Let's go. Hey, how's it going? Yes, yes, yes. Yukito Picard says, yo, hello, hello. I guess today's podcast, maybe I'll just read the chat the whole time, huh? I don't know. I was, I was, uh, I think maybe it's easier from home to do the like, hey, let's read chat now and then switch scenes and I'll just talk and then switch back. Maybe today I'll just kind of riff with the chat. If you guys are okay with that. I don't mind doing that. Maybe for those listening, it's maybe not as interesting, but you know what? That's okay. We'll move forward with something. Uh, uh, maybe like a different format moving forward, but just for today, we'll do this. Ace Jokes asks, um, I have a Japanese girlfriend and I try my best to speak Japanese to her, but any tips on teaching yourself to hold like a basic or to hold like a beyond basic level conversation? Unfortunately, um, I get asked that a lot. And in my, I can only speak from my experience of, um, language learning, I went to school. So people always say like, what's the best way to learn? I mean, I could pretend to recommend like online lessons and apps you could use and they, there definitely are. Um, but I didn't use them personally. So I, I'm, I'm just going to recommend from my experience, I took classes. So if there's any way, if you're, if you're Japanese girlfriend, are you, are you living not in Japan? Um, I would consider seeing if like your local community college maybe has like a twice a week, uh, Japanese class or even once a week, something. Um, I think a class is, it worked for me very well. It just, they give you homework and you just slowly improve and you can ask the question, you can ask the teacher questions. Like that's their job. You're paying them for the ability to be able to like after class, like, Hey, 
So what was this? And like, okay, thank you. And then have like, yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm very proud of, um, you know, you have to have that motivation naturally. If you join a class and you don't like it, then, you know, don't do it. But I joined and I really, really liked it. And I, I was very motivated and I worked really hard. I really, really put my mind to it. But I, w- I was the guy who like sat in the front of the class and, um, you know, I, I did an after, after class study group with other uh, students who were also like sitting in the front. You know, we, we, we were all very motivated. So it was good that we were, um, and if we had questions, we'd like formulate questions and ask the teacher, it was great. That's my advice, um, but there are definitely other ways to learn online and stuff if you need to. But um, I personally don't have anything to recommend for that. Um, if you have any, if you need uh, textbook recommendations, um, let me know. But um, we used a few things. One of them that I recommend is called the Genki series. That one you can buy online or at any um, Japanese bookstore um, in in the U.S. I think they they would have it. It's called Genki. Uh, there's two or three books. So just type in like Genki Japanese level one or something um that's also a great book just in that you can if you can't go to a class you can give yourself homework like okay i'll do this you know section today there's a cd you can listen to um i think it's great it's pretty basic but that's what you need at a basic level so uh bruce said it when you say a a yurt tent do you mean like a mongolian uh like a mongolian tent that's exactly what i mean yeah, it, it's, 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 you know how like the tiny home thing is kind of like this popular thing people are doing now? The yurt tent is also, is, uh, it's, it's getting very popular because it's cheaper than a tiny home. The benefit with a tiny home is that you can move it. It's kind of like a trailer um, in that like, it's a tiny home, but like if you have to move, you can, you can rig it up to a truck and drive it out. Um, a yurt tent is gonna stay there. Now you can break it down and move it, of course, but it's not like a one day project. It would take a while. Um, but that's the idea. It's, it's even cheaper than the tiny home, which I think is cool. Eric's survival channel coming in five years, says Jack. It could be cool. I mean, that's the thing is like, I've always, I hope it doesn't start raining. Literally, as I said that, I felt a raindrop and I did not bring my umbrella. I checked the weather today. It said it was supposed to be sunny all day. It's getting cloudy. Uh, oh, I could feel rain. <laughs> no. Well, luckily I'm in the trees, so I could maybe move us over. Uh, I'm, I'm in an open spot. There's like an open air spot right here, but I can move us under a tree. I do not have an umbrella. It said it was supposed to be sunny today. Shoot. Um, Jack says, I live in the country kind of off grid and it's really nice. Yeah, I've talked to you about this before and I'm very, I always like hearing about it because I'm, I'm very interested in doing it. Jackster says, is Halloween for kids in Japan similar to how it is in North America? Ooh, so let's talk about that. So. Um, if I miss a question, um, I'll scroll up and try to like catch up on anything I missed. But I kind of wanted to talk today about my experience in Japan with Halloween. Halloween. Halloween is tomorrow here in Japan. Um, yeah, long answer short, Jax, uh, if you're, good to see you by the way, if you're busy, is um, no. In Japan, unfortunately, they do not do the trick-or-treating like they would in the U.S. I think, I don't know if it's a cultural thing that it's just weird going to random. It's not, like in the U.S., we have like neighborhoods. I mean, there's apartment complexes, of course, but like it much more prominently in the U.S., there's homes like neighborhoods and cul-de-sacs. So you go from house to house and you can dress up the house and have little fun. Like if I had a house in a cul-de-sac in a neighborhood, I would have so much fun as a dad like doing the decorations, maybe dressing up as a skeleton and like spooking people. Like I would have so much fun with that. But in Japan, most people are living in apartments unless you're living more in the countryside. Yeah, it's just not a thing. I mean, there might be some places that do it on some micro level, but as far as I know, no. Um, What they do do in Japan, and this is what you guys are gonna see tomorrow. Again, if you guys don't normally watch my uh, Twitch streams, I highly recommend you tune in tomorrow 
Uh, I posted the info on my Discord, but it's gonna be tomorrow at 7.30 p.m. Japan time. If you're listening to this live, uh, please tune in. And if you're not listening to this live, by the go and check my YouTube channel. Um, by, by the time you're listening to this, it's probably already uploaded. I'm gonna be uploading a YouTube video of uh, tomorrow night of Halloween. We're, we already started shooting some stuff for it, but you'll see what I mean when it's up. So if you're listening to this and it's been like a couple weeks since I did this live, go check out my YouTube channel and go watch that. But, um, and I'm reading a comment. Someone says you jinxed the rain. Jinxed the rain. I think you're right. Well, I hope it opens back up here because I do not want it to rain on me right now. Um, but what Japan really does and what you're going to see tomorrow with the live stream and also the YouTube video is, um, as you know, Japan loves cosplay, big time on the cosplay. So um, rather than doing the trick, like in, in, the, in America, Halloween is like for kids and families, you go trick or treating, you dress up and the parents take the kids out. When you're in college and high school, you dress up and go drinking at a, at a house party or something, right? And then in college and adulthood, you probably still throw a party, but it's like, you have people over at your house and have food and have some drinks and whatever, and all Halloween decorations and stuff in Japan. It's like the kids don't, little kids don't do anything. Older adults don't do anything, but like teenagers and people like, you know, probably my age, like in their mid twenties or whatever. Oh, look at me, I'm, I'm almost 29 actually, not mid twenties, I'm getting old. But uh, you know, somewhere around in, in like younger people, but like more like college age kids, they go out um, into the city dressed up in, in, in costumes. And a lot of the people here in Japan will do group costumes. So that's something that's very different. In the US, like, I don't know, I never see like a group of like 10 dudes or 10 girls all in the same outfit walking together. Maybe girls like two or three, but not really. Like, but in Japan, it's very, it's very much like all the, like in a, in a certain, certain circle group of friends, like 10 people, they'll all do the same outfit and do it very, usually very well. Like just imagine like, you know, Comic Con, but it's Halloween right? That's what it's going to be like tomorrow. It's, it's intense. And it's just very high energy. Everyone's probably drinking, but everyone's trying to take pictures and stuff. And tomorrow my, my outfit's going to be Pepsi man. Uh, so, uh, um, well, we'll see how that goes. But I think a lot of people in Japan actually recognize Pepsi man because it was a really popular, uh, commercial campaign back in, I guess in the early two thousands, right? Or in the late nineties. And uh, so that's gonna be a lot of fun. So I think tomorrow is gonna be a lot of like, oh, Pepsi man, and I say hi, and then we take a picture together. It's gonna be a lot of that, but very, very, very fun. So if, again, if you don't watch the Twitch channel normally, I'd highly recommend you consider checking it out tomorrow. And if not, the YouTube video, we're gonna have a, a recap video tomorrow as well. Or uh, we're gonna shoot a recap, so stuff for the recap video. I'm gonna upload it within the week when that's ready. Uh, But yeah, so that's basically, I mean, that's, I mean, long story short, that's Halloween in a nutshell in Japan. And um, again, you'll kind of see tomorrow, but like my experience is just basically you go out and drinking in public in Japan is not illegal. I know like for most, most people listening, that probably doesn't sound crazy, but in the U.S. particularly, uh, the U.S. is extremely strict with alcohol. Very, very, very strict. And you're not allowed to drink alcohol in public places. Unless, if it's like a beach or you're in a park like this, you could probably get away with it because it's like you're having a picnic. Um, but you can't just be in the street drinking. You'll literally get arrested. Like, you'll go to jail. Um, so in Japan, it's great because you have the option to not, especially during COVID right now, I don't necessarily want to go into like a bar, um, you know, where people are getting, could get sick. But even though I'm going outside tomorrow and there's a lot of people, I'm going to be masked up, but at least I'm outside. Um, anyways, my point is like, 
because you can drink outside, I think it's a lot of fun that a lot of people, they all collect in the city outside and just kind of go crazy um, for an evening. That's pretty much what tomorrow's gonna be. Uh, and uh, I'm just trying to think of any funny stories or anything from Halloween. I guess I, I do have some memories and some stories from college here in Japan. That was a lot of fun. Um, if you do study abroad here, I, you, you have to participate in whatever events they have for Halloween because it's, people get really into it here in Japan and it's a lot of fun. And if you like drinking, it's a good night to go drink. And um, uh, here in Osaka, the downtown area, there's a river that runs through it. And it's, it's, we'll probably even see it tomorrow, but it is always a common occurrence that on like crazy events like the World Cup, if the Olympics were still happening, which they're not anymore, um, or Halloween, people tend to like to jump into the river, which is illegal. I, I guess it's really funny watching, like if you're just watching from the side, there's always a group of like five crazy dudes who will strip into their like boxes or something and shout some speech and then jump in the river. And then watching the police trying to chase them is one of the funniest things. <laughs> Cause like there, the last time I saw it happen, um, a few guys jumped into the river and then they, they climbed out. There's like a little ladder and they ran away and then like, Five minutes later, the police show up because someone like reported it. And it's, it's so funny because the police in Japan, it's kind of, this sounds kind of mean, but I'm going to kind of, they, they kind of don't have anything to do in my, in, from what I've witnessed, because Japan is a very safe country. There's not a lot going on. It's more, it's more, they're probably giving out more like parking tickets and like bicycle parking tickets than anything. Um, they don't do much. Maybe checking if people are smoking cigarettes where they're not supposed to, because a lot of people still smoke in Japan. Uh, unfortunately but uh so anyways they show up and they it's like even though it's like the most like minor of crimes they they treat it like like it was a murder scene like like i remember seeing there was like three police who showed up and they all of a sudden went into detective mode they were literally following the wet footprints of like the people who ran away and they were asking like bystanders like did you see where they went and they were like taking notes like where'd they go and they're trying to find these guys i'm like <laughs> it's, it's just funny it's like wow they really don't have anything to do better to do huh um so I imagine tomorrow we'll probably see some of that because it's whenever it's like that crazy, it, people tend to jump in the river and it's pretty fun to watch. So um, I don't think I'll be jumping in, uh, but um, maybe we could see some other people doing that. Uh, I get honestly, I think that might be all I wanted to say about Halloween, except for uh, plans for tomorrow. So again, tomorrow night. So basically about. Uh, a little more than 24 hours from now if you're watching this live, but uh, we'll be doing a Twitch live stream of all of that downtown on this setup going around outside and I'll be in costume. We're doing Pepsi Man this year. Um, so please tune into that. It's going to be fun. Um, uh, Ed, and I'm reading chat again here. And Monaut asks, uh, just wanted to throw back to your video with your Japanese exchange friends from five years ago. Do you guys still keep in touch? I love those videos. Yeah, that was um, Yuki and Kay. I know which uh, some of my first uh, channels or videos on my channel, there were some guys who were studying abroad from Tokyo and that's, that kind of helped spark my interest in Japan actually. We made some videos traveling and doing some stuff. Um, yeah, those, those are nostalgic. Thanks for uh, reminiscing those. Yeah, Yuki and Kay, honestly, I haven't been in contact with them lately. I think the last I heard, Yuki is actually working and living in China. He was like a very, um, prominent student kind of valed valedictorian kind of guy so uh, he's like he's like wh what do you call when you're bi not like more than uh more than bilingual what do you call that uh i forgot the word but he can speak like multiple languages so he can speak english japanese and chinese very well i think he's working and living in china 
Yeah, I think that's where he's living. And K, I'm not sure, actually. Unfortunately, we haven't been in contact. But a lot of those guys, we still, like, you know, keep in touch through Facebook and stuff like that every once in a while. But it's been a while. I should probably catch up with them. After I studied abroad, they kind of started working. And I was still in school. They, they graduated before I did. So um, it's been a while since I've seen them. Uh, Ashreya Shrestha says, uh, I haven't, it's been a while since I've seen your stuff. Nice to see you again. Nice to see you too. Thanks for popping in. Japanese Halloween Q&A would be good. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, so it's going to be, uh, I think, I think it'll be fun tomorrow too because most of the world isn't having any, um, Halloween this year because of COVID. So I guess I can hopefully try to share what's happening here in Japan and, um, maybe you guys can vicariously enjoy Halloween through, uh, you know, through us going out tomorrow. I cannot believe it's almost been an hour. I feel like we haven't done anything. Uh, so in Japan, you'll see the whole set of Power Rangers. Sometimes, yeah. Although they're the... Uh, uh, oh, shoot. What's the name of the... The Power Rangers is based off of a Japanese series. It's not Kamen Rider, is it? No. It's... Um, I forget the name of the series. Forgive me. I mean, I've never... I didn't watch them grow up watching the Japanese one, but... Can you stream the Pepsi Man game? <laughs> Uh, we could. I don't own it though. It's actually kind of rare. It's like a hundred dollars, and I don't have a PlayStation One original. So I mean, we could emulate it if we wanted to. But um, it's basically uh, Pepsi Man the game. If you, if you guys have seen it, uh, the character I'm doing for Halloween tomorrow is based off of a character in Japan uh, that was an ad campaign in the early 2000s, late 90s, called Pepsi Man. Uh, Coca-Cola is obviously like the, the dominating soda company in the world, but. Uh, when they were trying to push Pepsi uh, about 20 years ago, Pepsi Man was the, the, the commercial. It was very popular, or just at least very, it was very all over the place. Um, and it ultimately failed because you don't see Pepsi anywhere anymore. I mean, it exists, but it's not very popular. Um, I mean, I, I even think Coca-Cola tastes better. I don't really drink soda, but, um, but the Pepsi Man is cool. And they, they made a video game for the PlayStation called Pepsi Man, and that kind of became popular. And um, so it's kind of a meme. And that's, if, if people are listening to this, like, what the hell is Pepsi Man? That's what that is. And um, we're doing a commercial mall. So we're going to be giving out Pepsi. and trying to save Japan from the, from the, the, the Coca-Cola problem. <laughs> um, but I don't own it because it's, uh, it's kind of rare. It's about 100 bucks. I have a friend of mine who does, does own it. We found it here in Japan. Um, I think he paid like 120 bucks for it. But I don't even have a PS1 to play it on. So um, we could emulate that one if we wanted to. But uh, for now, we'll do the stream tomorrow, and then I'll be uploading a video uh, in a week. I think you guys are going to like the video. It's pretty good so far. I've already started editing for it. Um, okay. Gene White uh, says, last year when I was uh, in Kansai Gaida University, that's the school I went to also here in Japan, uh, my guy friend dressed as a maid and got plastered for fun. Or plastered, comma, so fun. Yeah. Good times. Uh, CMX TV, the legendary in chat says Poggers Eric. Now is that CM himself? CM is uh, one of the diehard uh, viewers on this channel. If that is you, welcome. Good to see you, man. Uh, Wallflower from South Korea asks, can you recommend how to practice a native accent? Because I'm learning English, but it's kind of hard to remove a Korean accent when I speak it. I, I don't know. That's hard to say. Um, I guess it depends what, which accent you want. There's so many English accents. Um, I speak personally a West Coast American accent, which in my eyes I see as like the most standard straight English ever. But it depends who you ask. If you ask someone on the East Coast, they might think their version of English is the standard way. But like the same as like Obama, I guess, you know, people you see on TV, I think um, I have kind of the standard um, 
English accent, but of course there's a bunch of different uh, uh, accents even just within the US, but then there's Canadian, British, Australian. Any advice on how to learn the accent though, man? Unfortunately, I mean, off the top of my head, I don't. Um, and I know, I know in Asia as well, um, the L's and R's are very difficult. I know that. Um, I think, honestly, I think if you, if you practice the L's and R's a lot, R is really hard. Like trying, especially for Japanese students and my girlfriend and people just that I know that are learning English, um, their R's are a lot more of an L sound. So like, like ra, ri, ru, re, ro is how I would say it, right? But they say ra, ra, di, ru, de, do. Maybe it's kind of like Spanish, ra. Like I don't speak Spanish, but it's a lot more of that slap of the tongue, ra, 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 ra. But me, it's like ra, ra. You're almost swallowing your tongue. So, but so they're not used to that. And like for example, when you're trying to teach the words, by the way, it's sunny again. Ba bum. When you're trying to teach the words year, like last year, that's hard for me because you're using ya and R, year. The difference between year and ear is really hard for a lot of uh, Japanese uh, students to recognize, which makes sense. But um, unfortunately, I don't think I have any like advice really. Um, but I think if you really focused on the L's and R's, that's a big, um, I know for a lot of um, uh, people trying to learn English uh, who are born and raised somewhere in Asia, L's and R's are usually the hardest thing to overcome. So I think if you can focus on those and as embarrassing as it may be to practice in your room by yourself, just rah, 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 just, just do it. And I think if you can, once you, if your L's and R's sound native, you're gonna sound a lot more native, I think. Um, that's just, I'm kind of winging that advice, but I think that would help. Andy Mejia asks, have you ever had a paranormal experience? Unfortunately, no. Um, I mean, I could lie and make something up, not to say that I don't think some spooky things do happen from time to time, um, but uh, I don't think I have at the top of my head. I've had, the only moments I've had um, that seemed kind of otherworldly where uh, there was one time in particular, this actually happened uh, earlier this year or last year. Growing up, I had uh, a favorite restaurant that I used to go to all the time. It was called Calamity Jane's in Oregon. It was a, a cowboy Western themed saloon uh, restaurant. It was like themed like an old cowboy saloon. Had really good food, really good burgers, really good milkshakes. And it was located on the way to Mount Hood, which is a place people go snowboarding. So every time we'd go to Mount Hood, on the way back, we would stop there. It was kind of just a place I grew up going to a lot. I'd go there for my birthdays and stuff as a kid. Now, earlier this year, I had like a, or no, it was last year, but it was around the winter time, around Christmas. I had a nightmare that uh, the restaurant closed down. Like a very, very, very vivid nightmare um, that I went to go eat there in my dream, but when I opened the door, it wasn't the Western Saloon anymore. It was an Italian restaurant. And I was like, oh no, the restaurant's gone. And it was super vivid and in my dream, it was like devastating. I woke up from that dream and I, I sh I'm not kidding. I woke up from that and that establishment's been open for probably 30, 40 years. I don't know how long, but a long time. And I woke up from that dream, heard my phone go look over, it's like two in the morning. It's my older brother from the US. I'm in Japan at this time. I wake up from this dream that my favorite restaurant closed down, my favorite restaurant back in the, back in the US. It's a message from my older brother and he says, you'll never believe this. Calamity Jane's shut down yesterday. That was weird. So that was so weird because I was waking up from the dream 
And then going like, what? And then I check a message and it's like, it actually shut down. That was weird. And it was like to the day and to the moment. Like I woke up and it, my phone went off. So that was weird. So I've never had like a paranormal, like spooky ghost experience, but that was a weird, like glitch in the matrix experience for sure. That was weird. Uh, let's see. Josh Borg. Hey, what's up, man? Josh Borg says, what's up, man? Long time no see. Love the channel. And I'll always remember walking with you on high school graduations. Dude, Josh. Oh my God. I, I, dude, I'm sorry. I, I mistook your name for someone I knew in, in just like, cause I haven't seen you in so long. I was like, oh yeah, Josh, that was the guy from, uh, from, uh, I grew up going to, uh, I grew up going to church. I thought you, it was a different Josh. Josh Borg from Barlow, dude. Holy shit. How's it going? Sorry if, uh, I hope, uh, I know I'm, I'm responding to these comments one at a time here, so I might've missed you. This guy, oh my God, him and I were complete idiots in, in high school. We were good friends though. And uh, you, you picked a good friend to walk with when you graduated high school. And Josh Borg was the guy I walked with. That is so funny. Dude, you and I, I just remember you and I being like, such like, we weren't like slackers, but we were complete goofs, right? Like kind of class clown idiots, but oh my God, uh, dude, it's so good to see you, man. We got to catch up. I'll have to send you a message like after this on, or shoot me a message. If you're still listening, message me, uh, DM me on Facebook. I want to, I want to, I want to chat and catch up. That's awesome. What's up CM? JMG says, if you can bring back something, uh, Japan does well to America, what would that be? That's a good question. One definitely would be the public transportation. Um, but it's kind of, uh, you know, that's hard to say because America's built differently than Japan. But at least within the cities, I think, um, like, New York subways are useful, but they're disgusting. Uh, Portland has public transit, which is okay. Actually, it's pretty good, but you don't need to use it. You can just bike around. I think public transportation in Japan is great. Anything else that they do well that I could bring back? Hmm. It's a good question. Off the top of my head, that's a good one, though, for sure. Um... And I know I'm answering this uh, super late. I asked like an hour ago, how do you say, what's the, what's the phrase when someone can speak more than two languages? They said multilingual or a polyglot. Yeah, polyglot. That's, that's the word I think. I know I'm answering these. I'm, I'm literally like scrolling the chat and I'm, I'm kind of hitting each question one at a time. So if you ask a question and you're waiting for an hour for the answer, that's why. Uh, Kyle Jace has, how's Broske and Masa doing? Masa is living in Tokyo as a salary man. I don't support it. I don't support it. We got to get that guy a regular job because the salary man life is going to eat away at his soul. He said, I just want to try being a salary man for a while for the experience. I said, dude, once you become a salary man, I don't think you're ever going to get out of it. That's a soul sucking situation. And Broske, um, the, we haven't hung out recently, but we've been in contact and he's doing well, I think. Um, he's had to change work because his job before COVID was actually, he was the manager of a, a hostel. And now that COVID hit, there's no one traveling. So he had to, he's doing different um, work right now, but um, he's still here in Osaka. We haven't hung out in a while, but we're gonna have to catch up soon. Now that things are calming down with COVID here, um, we should probably hang out again. Bruce, a Power Rangers in Japan was called Super Sentai. That's it. Yeah, Super Sentai. Which is really fun to watch. If you watch Super Sentai in Japanese, it's just crazy. It's all the, it's all the Power Rangers fights. Um, Power Rangers was in America. They took the fight scenes from the Super Sentai series and then added like, uh, like they made like American like drama parts. Like they'd be at a hamburger shop shooting the shit and then they have to start fighting and, it would, and then they would like use that footage from the fighting from Japan. If you didn't know that. 
pretty cool. I wasn't allowed to watch Power Rangers growing up, to be honest. <laughs> Spy Bear, Spy Bear says Pepsi's better than Coke. I think Coke Cola is really good in the glass bottle. It's pretty good, right? Like, like I always get it for Christmas. You get like one like chilled glass Coke bottle. Just, it's pretty nice. CM says I can speak British. Oh boy. Um, okay. Bruce said uh, you probably haven't, uh, although you haven't had any uh, ghost experiences, there's just a lot of spooky cats in Japan. That's true. We've done a couple live streams on Twitch. What he's referring to is we, uh, at night, we went and ran around uh, to some local temples that are open 24 hours. And uh, no, we didn't see any spirits, but there's a lot of cats. <laughs> there's a lot of, it's like a problem in Japan. There's a lot of stray cats. Avocado toast says, good afternoon, Eric. Hey, that makes me want to make some avocado toast with a little bit of olive oil there. Uh, Edmund now says, let's be honest, public transit in the US kind of sucks. Yeah, it's not very good. So I think, I think Japan nailed um, public trans transit um, very, very well. Clay says, hey, Eric, hello, Clay. The U.S. is really big. I don't think the entire U.S. needs public transit, just the cities. You know what I'm saying? That's all I mean. It's like the cities that need public transit, I just wish they were as clean and as efficient as they are here because they're very nice. Um, okay. JMG asks, uh, do, you, do you sometimes get the quote-unquote celebrity status in Japan? I remember in uh, many years ago, you said you did. <laughs> I think anyone traveling to Japan as any kind of a foreigner to some extent will experience what I would call, yeah, that celebrity status. Um, it's, I mean, it kind of goes without saying, but it's just Japan is such a like historically such an isolated country. And um, some would even say a very xenophobic country. They're just, you know, mostly Japanese people here, very hard to adjust to, you know what I mean? It's a very, um, it can seem like a hard, like, it's kind of like a club that's hard to get into. And even I'm not a part of that club, you know what I mean? Like, even if I lived here for 20 years, I'll never be Japanese kind of a vibe, you know? If you move to America as a foreigner and become, a, and you know, you speak English and you get a business, you're an American, you can be, you, can be, you know what I mean? Uh, in Japan, even if you do all that, you're still kind of separate. You're still a gaijin, you're still a foreigner. And I'm not saying that to be like, uh, well, whatever. But um, if you do visit here though, as a result of it being so isolated, I think um, if you're if you are all like appear foreign um, to any extent, yeah, you're gonna experience that kind of like, oh wow, it's a foreigner, kind of a thing. So for sure, I definitely had that a lot, um, still do, and it, it can kind of be like one one thing I definitely noticed is like, so it's sunny today, right? So uh, I put them away, but I was wearing some sunglasses on the way here, and let's be honest, during COVID. I put on a mask and some sunglasses. I feel more protected with sunglasses on so it at least blocks like any frontal whatever. Um, but in Japan, it's kind of weird to wear sunglasses even though it's super bright out. Um, if you wear sunglasses, it's seen as almost like thuggish or like kind of sketchy or like gangster. You're trying to be like, you know, kind of street or something, which is so weird because it's just like, these are literally sunglasses, you know, but it's just a cultural thing. So whenever I wear sunglasses on the train, since they can't see my eyes, I can see people that are doing like the this, they're just like, like they're like people that are really, 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 really stare at you. And it's annoying. There's, there's no, you know, I forgive it cause it's like whatever, but I, I'd be lying if I didn't say it was, an, if it, it was, it was not annoying. Cause you're just like, dude, what are you like? 
yeah, first time seeing someone with sunglasses. Uh, so that happens a lot too. So there's like the celebrity thing where like if you're out and people are like, oh cool, it's a foreigner, what's up man? And they'll say hi to you, so that'll happen sometimes. Um, but on the flip, you'll get a lot of people just staring at you and it can get very tiring. You're just like, God damn it, like leave me alone. You can feel like leave me alone. But you know, it's, um, it's like a very, very small taste of feeling what it's like to be different. I guess, you know, um, let's be honest as you know, I grew up as a Caucasian guy in the U S I was at least in where I grew up being kind of a Caucasian dude was kind of a norm. Most people were Caucasian or maybe, um, maybe Mexican. Um, so I was always kind of used to being just quote unquote normal, I guess. But now being in Japan, I get like a small taste of what it's like to be different. I'm not going to say I understand what it's like to be, you know what I mean? Let's not go down that. I'm just saying like for the first time, it's like, Oh yeah, I'm different. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, if that makes sense. Avocado Test says, says, so your name is pronounced as it looks? Eric? Is that what you're asking? Eric. Okay. Remember when that guy, Bruce said, remember when a guy thought you were Logan Paul? Dude, the number one, th okay, listen to this. So whenever I went out drinking when I was a little bit younger, a couple years ago, um, I say younger, it was probably like last year. <laughs> but let's just say, yeah, a couple years ago when I was going out drinking a lot more, the number one thing I hear, I would, I, the number one thing I would hear, the number one thing I would hear here in Japan uh, was I would like walk into a bar and there'd be always be like a group of like four or five guys, almost always guys. And they would turn and go, Oh, Justin Bieber. Call me Justin Bieber. It, but it was like, it was like frequent. I don't look anything like Justin Bieber, but I was just a white dude. And I walk in like Justin Bieber. And I'm like, Hey, so I, I knew immediately if they yelled Justin Bieber, that was the group to avoid. <laughs> okay. I'm not drinking with those guys. <laughs> um, okay. Okay, JMG asks, um, how does it feel? Oh, are you asking about my girlfriend here? Uh, he says, uh, how does that feel to be half Japanese and culturally Japanese, uh, but still not viewed as Japanese? Oh, for her? Well, we're gonna have her on the, on the stream. We're gonna have here uh, live um, next week. So maybe we could ask her then, because I'm, I'm not gonna speak for her, but, um, he says, for example, Naomi Osaka, the tennis player, uh, she's half African-American and Japanese and a lot of people didn't accept her as Japanese. For, first of all, obviously I think it's horrible. Um, I mean, especially I can speak for my, I'll, I'll say this uh, for my girlfriend. Um, she was born and raised in Japan um, with no, her American father um, wasn't, let's just say her parents weren't together. American father went back to Japan, went back to America. So it was single mom, Japanese mom raised her like to the bone, hundred percent Japanese, but, uh, ethnically she's half African American as well. So it's just, it's such a shame that like, like literally by definition, she's, she's hundred percent Japanese ex except for the fact that just like her dad is half African American. So for that fact alone, that by some people, she's not seen as a, as also Japanese. It's really sad. I think it's, you know, it's horrible. And you know, it's hard for me to talk on the issue, of course, as a white guy in America, um, you know, with all of that. Um, 
So it's, you know, I, I can't say too much except for just what I've, you know, just talking with her and stuff. It's really sad, you know, she's just treated differently and she's asked a lot of the same questions. Um, I feel really bad for her, you know, and just, she's asked often frequently like, oh, you're half Japanese? Like, oh, like, is it your dad? Is it your mom? Like every day, um, always being surprised. People are surprised like, oh, you can speak, like, oh, your Japanese is really good. She's like, yeah, I'm Japanese. I was, you know, I was literally born here. She's never left the island, you know? Um, I feel really bad for her on that front because that's got to be really tiring. And um, yeah, I mean, I don't really know what to say except for that just, I think, I mean, maybe over like a hundred years as more people, uh, the world is becoming more and more international, more and more different, um, you know, uh, how do you say, mixed mi mixed race? Or how do you, how would you say like, um, what would you call like, like if, like if you're a, uh, you know, husband and wife, but you're from different ethnicities. I'm so at a loss for like words today. Um, I'm in a, in a mixed internet. What's the word? <laughs> God damn it. But as the word, the world, right? It, that's becoming more and more common, of course. Um, I mean, pretty soon in whatever country you go, there's going to be like mix of any, of any ethnicity anywhere. Right. Um, I don't know. I think it's just something that is going to take time and it's just kind of a, maybe a step or a phrase in human history of just Japan has always been so isolated, but now it's slowly starting to, you know, um, change a little bit. Um, it'll become a little bit more normal, but as it stands now, it's still not very normal for a Japanese person to look the way she does. So it's, um, it's, I guess it's just a human naturally a human thing to see someone as different from that, you know, but, um, it's, it's unfortunate and I think it's really sad and, um, well, I don't know. It just seems tiring. And, um, okay. Dark Echo says, hi, Eric. How's it going? Going well. Uh, I miss traveling to Japan a lot. Last time we had a drink at the top of a department store in Tokyo. It was fun. So did you stop drinking whiskey nowadays? Wait, hey, is that you? Wait, are you, wait. You were the guy, Dark Echo, that we, we went in, uh, not Harajuku. Oh God, what was the name of the really high-end area in Tokyo? But we went and we had that Hibiki whiskey on the top of the department store, right? And then went to karaoke. That's you, right? Just double confirming that. No, I don't drink too much anymore. I'm getting old. Going back to the whole ghost thing. Guys, we've been alive for almost an hour and 15 minutes. I think we'll go for another like 20, 15 minutes, 20 minutes here. Um, I kind of had in my head, I thought I was going to do a little bit more of a podcast in that like I was going to talk about certain topics, but this was kind of fun too. I just kind of, kind of, it's more of a Q and A today, I suppose. But um, I guess moving forward, if I'm setting up podcasts, I'll kind of be like, okay, today's like a Q and A podcast. Today's a this or this. Honestly, I didn't know if I'd have any viewers. You know what I mean? If there's only five people and people ran out of questions, I, I need something to talk about. So I was going to kind of talk about uh, my experience with um, doing like hiking and outdoor stuff here in Japan because there's a lot of great hiking spots and traveling you can do here. Even if you don't own a car or go camping or stay the night anywhere, you just want to do like a day trip, throw on some boots and just go hike around. I was going to talk about that a bit today, but maybe we can save that for another podcast. But um, uh, if you are in Japan and want to go hiking, just Google the area you're in. I'll say that. Um, Kobe is great. Kyoto is great. Osaka has a lot of spots. Take a train and go out there and have fun. But today I think we'll just keep going with the, the Q&A here. Oh, Ginza. Yeah, Dark Echo. What's up, man? It's good to see you. Yeah, I don't drink so much now. I mean, that being said, I still go drinking from time to time. Even last week, um, Jenny's mom, oh my gosh, Jenny's mom, um, 
took, it was, okay, Jenny's little, Jenny's little sister, it was her birthday. So Jenny's mom took me and Jenny, Jenny's sister and Jenny's sister's boyfriend out for dinner. We did the um, Korean barbecue. I guess Japanese yakiniku, but in America you'd see it as Korean barbecue. And her mom was paying for everything. And in Japan they have a thing called nomi hodai, which is all you can drink. Uh, within a time limit, you have two hours to drink as much as you want. Which is fun, but you have to pay a certain amount to do it. So unless you order at least like three drinks, it doesn't really pay for itself. So it kind of incentivizes you to order. It's like, it's like honestly, I don't need another drink, but because we paid the money for it, let's order one. Uh, needless to say, we just got, as I'm getting older here, dude, a night of drinking, it just takes a toll. And uh, we had a lot of drinks and we went to a bar after that. There's a, there's a couple bars now that are opening that are a little bit more like, there are, there are bars that are more like crowded and I don't go to those because of COVID, but there's some bars that are really chill and they actually have like tables with uh, separated like plastic. So it's as, kind of as safe as you can be going out to a bar. So like you get your own corner away from other people. And um, we had some, some drinks and a round of tequila shots. This was a week ago. And the next day we had to, do, I had to do a video shoot for Pepsi Man and I wanted to die. Uh, I felt so awful, just hangover, you know? But I'm just, I'm just not used to drinking anymore, so a hangover just really hits me hard nowadays, so I don't really do it too much. But from time to time, mom's buying, I'll have a drink. Interracial couple, thank you, that's the word. Yep, yep, yep. As I think as more interracial couples are gonna become more normal, it's just gonna become, I think it's just a matter of time. And it's, you know, I could say like the U.S. has it figured out, but clearly we don't. It's still a huge problem, like, you know, culturally, just social issues and stuff. But let's, I'm not here to like have a political discussion. I don't know anything about that, but just, um, just give me my opinion um, from what uh, it's like here in Japan for people that are half, yeah, interracial. So one thing for sure that a lot of, that I've noticed, which I think is um, um, good, uh, she, she's a part of a lot of like interracial groups. Um, there's a lot of groups in Japan that, you know, they face a certain amount of level of discrimination or whatever. So, um, it's good to have like a, they have like a once a month or once every couple months, at least before COVID, they would have a, you know, like a hangout night where they'd go and get food together or go get drinks together. Um, but it was like a Facebook group where like inter, inter interracial or mixed Japanese people could go and hang out together because they, you know, they have a common thing together. Yeah. Okay, um, JMG said, have you ever had uh, any Asian, quote unquote, non-Japanese friends hanging out, having a drink, and the waitress addresses your Asian friend instead of you when ordering your food or drinks? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. And you know, that's not like in the US you could say that's racist, but like, like be honest, like if you were living in Japan and you saw a group of people and they're all foreigners and then there's one Asian dude, you're probably, you're, you're, you know, you're assuming one of them speaks Japanese, who are you gonna look to, you know? Yeah, um, yeah, that happens a lot. The, the one that happens a lot is like, you know, I'll, 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 I'll enter a restaurant speaking Japanese, like, oh, this, it's, it's just me. And like, you know, they'll ask me a question in Japanese. I'll answer in Japanese. They'll sit me down. And then the same person will be like, English menu? <laughs> I'm like, okay. And sometimes I'll take it, but I, I don't need it. It's like, you know, you know, I'm speaking Japanese, right? <laughs> but it's okay. You know, it, you know. Entry exit says, let's go, say let's go in Japan. Let's go. Wait, you mean in Japanese? Ikimashou. Gamaro. People are selling those small hibiki bottles for $100 now. Yeah, they got bought up, dude. Dark Echo, it's good to see you, man. Ironhide60 asks, do you have any plans for the Olympics coming up? Uh, how is the atmosphere there regarding the Olympics? I mean, as far as I know, aren't the Olympics canceled? 
Um, I don't know. I'll be honest. As like as a video guy doing YouTube, maybe I understand people asking like, are you gonna go to the Olympics and film anything? Um, as 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 like a job or like a video project, I could see myself maybe doing something for it. But like, if there's no opportunity for me to film anything or there's no content there, personally, I have zero interest in going to an Olympics event. Personally, and I'm not trying to shit on anyone who likes the Olympics, but like, or be a stick in the mud. I've ne I mean. I've never really cared. I, I, I don't know. If it's on at a bar and America wins, I'll cheer. But, like, no. No. Do I want to go where there's millions of people and all the hotels are sold out and there's, there's no room to walk and it's COVID now, so it's scary anyway? Even before COVID, no. I didn't want to go. I'm not trying to be, like, a stick in the mud, like, I'm too cool for school. It's not that. I just, I just, the Olympics, I could give a crap. I don't care. <laughs> Um, sorry, Jack's from PSO. If you went hiking in Japan, are there any wild animals you need to be wary of? Very good question. Yes. Um, in certain parts of Japan, depending on where you go, the common one, if you go into Kobe, for example, like Kobe beef, Kobe, wild boar are very prominent. Um, I've never encountered any, uh, but it's very like, uh, there was one time we were doing a live stream like this. I had the camera, I was walking around and we went into Kobe and I lost internet. So, and I also got lost. So I, there was supposed to be this bus I was supposed to take to get out of the mountains and it was closed that day. And I wasn't aware of that. So I started, I literally had to walk out of the mountains in the dark, um, following some trails and we got lost. And then I lost internet. So like the chat couldn't even see, like if I had died, people wouldn't even, like they would have known where I died, I guess, but like they wouldn't have seen the process. And all along the way back, there was like these signs for wild boar. And I was just like, you know, whatever, it's probably nothing. But when I got back into town, it took me like two hours. When I got back into the city, some guy was walking his dog and he was like, you know, konnichiwa. And I was like, hey, like I, I had to ask him like, hey, I'm sorry, I got kind of lost. And I, I was really happy to be like back in civilization. I was like, which way is like the train? He's like, and he walked me to it. He's like, oh, I'm walking there anyway, I'll take you there. And he was like, hey, so wait, you got lost in the, in the mountains of Kobe? And I was like, yeah. like. You know, it was, it was kind of scary, but I, I just found like a trail and I followed it and I eventually made it here. And he's like, dude, like that's not, okay. like that's actually kind of dangerous. Like there's actually a lot of wild boar out there. Um, and I was like, really? I thought it was kind of just like Japan being overly safe or whatever. They're like, no dude, like it's, it's a thing. Like you gotta be careful. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> so uh, another big one I know more in Tokyo area, maybe some parts of Osaka too, um, bears. There's, there's bears here. Um, I don't know what kind of bear, what kind of bear is in Japan? I mean, isn't there, isn't there like an Asian bear? Not like pandas or anything, but isn't there like an Asian bear? Like a brown bear? Are they smaller than normal bears? I don't know. Um, I don't know if you can get bear mace in Japan, but I, I mean, I think that's a thing. I think if you go camping in some areas, you have to have like, like I think most people probably have like a hiking bell. So it like makes noise as you walk around so that you don't, the, what you don't want to do is come across a bear who wasn't aware you were approaching them and then they defend themselves, right? Cause then you're, you're, you're fucked. But, as long as you make yourself aware and they have time to get away from you because they're just as scared of you as they are of them. I mean, that's the idea. I think, I think most people here would probably wear a bell. Um, I would just talk or whatever, but like, I, I would hope you can get some kind of mace here because I would want one. Kyle J says, we miss the space station streams. Hey, space station's fun. Yeah, I do too. Um, I just don't want to go there during COVID. Jack Frag says, the drinking phase of Eric was fun for a bit, but not sustainable. Absolutely not. No, it was fun to go drinking, and if chat paid for a couple beers, it was fun. But it was just, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't like hangovers anymore. It's not fun. I like, I like waking up sober. <laughs> I like waking up not, 
feeling like ass. That's kind of that's kind of why I miss, and I'm, I'm very open about, you know, I, I'm born and raised in Oregon. I much prefer things like cannabis, which don't exist in Japan, unfortunately. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty tame nowadays. I kind of just go to bed after I take a hot shower. What I do to actually get tired nowadays, like if I can't sleep, is I'll either exercise or if I can't get exercise in, or both, I'll take a really, really hot bath because the baths in Japan are pretty cool. Get a like boiling hot bath. After like 20 minutes in there, you get pretty tired and then you can fall asleep. But like, I'm pretty boring nowadays. Um, but what I miss about what I was going to say with cannabis is I miss that. I miss that with like that. Uh, if you smoke that stuff, um, you wake up the next morning, maybe a little like kind of groggy, but you're not hungover. Nothing hurts. You might be a little fuzzy, but like you're, you'll by noon and have some coffee, you'll be fine. But like drinking the whole next day, you can feel like you want to die, you know, which I don't miss. So just, I'm, I kind of drink on occasion now. JMG says, what's one best kept secret about Japan that any visitor should experience at least once? Now that is a great question. Man, I don't know. I should have a prepped answer for that. A best kept secret. Huh. Maybe anyone in chat here who's been watching the streams who maybe uh, has some ideas if I don't come up with one. Let me let that brew. I'll try to answer that though. That's a good question. Um... The Olympics are rescheduled until 2021 at the time being. Now, I understand because the Olympics brings in so much money. Japan, dude, honestly, Japan not having the Olympics this year, and we all know this, but they got fucked financially. Like, economically, Japan was relying on that so heavily for, I mean, like, the entire, for, uh, you know, months, the entire world focuses on one little corner of Asia or just in, in Tokyo, you know? Um, so much money would come in and now it's not. So as much as I was kind of angry at them for trying to still have the Olympics, I mean, they needed it. <laughs> so um, if they have it next year, ma'am, um, I mean, unless there's an opportunity for me to do some YouTube stuff where it's like really like I got invited, like, hey, we want you to do some media stuff here or something. I would do it. Otherwise, dude, I don't have any interest. If it's just like, do you want to go for fun and get and join the mass amount of people? No, personally, no. Uh, BPBP, can you recommend any Japanese vloggers, hopefully that, uh, have subtitles or speak English? Um, oh, like Japanese, like not of, cause I mean, if you were saying like English speakers, there's of course like abroad in Japan and, um, I know Rachel and June are cool and there's a lot of other people I watch, but, uh, um, Japanese vloggers. Um, I don't watch very many. I gotta be honest. I should probably start watching more, but, um, um, who was the guy there's a really, really popular one um, that I liked watching for listening practice for a while. Uh, who was it? What was his name? Um, something, something, Shacho. Hajime Shacho, I think is his name. But he's like super popular. He's like a PewDiePie. Um, so it might not be like your interest if it's just kind of like whatever content. But for listening practice, it was good. Yeah. Have you met Chris Broad from abroad in Japan? I have not. No, I have not, unfortunately yet. But maybe someday. I would like to. He's, he's, he's very successful and popular right now, so he's on another level. <laughs> but um, I know he works with um, Tokyo Creative, I think is the, the what who's a, he's affiliated with. But um, man, I would be honored to do something someday with him. He's cool. Um, so people are still going out for Halloween even though it's COVID season in Japan? Yes. Again, it, it might be hard to say, and it, of course COVID is still happening, but if you're watching this if you're watching this from a foreign country where everything is still shut down and it's very serious and scary, Japan, I mean, I know I'm just in an empty park right now, but I'm telling you like all of Japan is like this calm. Like it's very, everyone's out again. 
everyone has a mask or whatever and they're doing their thing and it's probably still there's probably still cases growing a little bit but it's not nearly as like doomsday as the rest of the world fortunately um so luckily right um i think that's good uh, you know whether or not that's i mean there could be some spikes tomorrow of course i'm gonna be in an outfit that has a mask with a mask around that and sunglasses and i'm really covered up so i think i'll be okay um i'm not gonna be like sharing drinks with anyone or anything but um it's the vibe here i think is probably maybe a little bit less crazy than some other areas Uh, Prolysium says, hey, Eric, what happened to Twitch? Uh, I was streaming on it last night. What are you talking about? <laughs> also, is Matt, does Matt remember me? We met at a bar in Yokohama like a year ago. Does Matt remember you? Well, Matt's not with me. Um, wait, you, wait, you met Matt in a bar in Yokohama? It's the red panda bear, Tanuki. <laughs> Usuri brown bear. That's the one in Japan? Is it smaller than a regular brown bear? I imagine bears in Japan would be small, but... There's monkeys here too. That's a weird thing. It's weird going out into nature and just seeing monkeys jumping around. Like, as an American, I am not used to that. That's really crazy. If you go into Kyoto, you can literally, you can go out, not even to like the monkey parks, but just like, it like looks like this, and there's like a monkey right there. Like, it's crazy. Kyle J says, best kept secret, gyoza chow chow. Oh, okay. Best kept secret. Um, if you're in Osaka specifically, uh, if you like ramen, the best ramen you, I think you'll ever have is a place called Zagin. I highly recommend it. You got to go there. Z-A-G-I-N. I think they have three or four restaurants now. Um, it, is, it is by far my favorite ramen ever made. It is so succulently creamy and good you gotta go z-a-g-i-m that's my secret for osaka specifically i don't know if they have any tokyo shops okay blue says bro i was your subscriber since you were doing vlogs in japan helped me out a lot uh when i was living there too that's awesome i gotta be honest um i appreciate those comments because i've been hearing recently like i'll get a comment every so often someone's like dude like i used to watch your your videos when you wanted to study abroad and it inspired me to study abroad or whatever maybe my excitement was uh contagious or something but um i've seen some of those comments every now and then uh recently and it, it's so cool to hear like that's awesome because um, my original reason for even wanting to make a YouTube channel for my myself, but also was because when I wanted to study abroad at the time, there was besides, I mean, abroad in Japan was just starting at that time probably, but, uh, there was no YouTube content for Japan really, not really. At the time I would Google like, you know, what it's like living in Japan and there was nothing. There was just, or at least nothing good. Like it was, there was some shitty videos, but there was almost nothing. So I, I thought it was a cool opportunity to maybe, since I was kind of thinking of doing a uh, study abroad anyway, maybe it's a good opportunity to make some videos that could be successful, but also that could maybe help people out. And also just a way to have a diary for myself. Uh, have you done any more video game hunt hunting recently? Um, yes and no. Uh, this month I actually um, haven't because money's a little bit tight. Jenny and I, my girlfriend, are looking for a new apartment. Um, we're, we're making the next step in our relationship, you guys. We're moving in together. Um, so until we move, money is a little bit tight um, as I'm still paying my current rent. 
uh, which is the rent I was paying while working a full-time job, but I'm not working full-time anymore. So money is just a little bit tight. Um, I'm alive, but it's very, as we say in Japan, giddy giddy, which is like just barely. It's very, very tight. But once we move, we're gonna be splitting rent and the rent's gonna be cheaper. So it's gonna be cheap rent, even if I was a living alone, but then we're gonna split that cheap rent. So going from spending like maybe $700 a month in like total utilities, I'm gonna be spending more like 300. So that's an extra 400 bucks a month I'll have for myself. So I'll resume it then. <laughs> Uh, Prodesium says, no, I met you in a bar like a, a year ago. I think in January, I believe. My name is Matt. In Yokohama? I don't think I've ever been to Yokohama. Not really. Really? What was the bar? Wait, did I meet you in... What? Did I meet you when I was uh, hanging out with that... <laughs> was that an Anzu stream? When I was hanging out with Anzu? This was before Jenny. Um... Was it, was it a bar? I remember meeting some people in a bar in Tokyo. I don't think I ever went to Yokohama, man. I gotta be honest. Are you mistaking me for someone else? <laughs> I hope I'm not forgetting, but try to jog my memory. Have you ever been to Kingu Bar in Osaka? It's a crazy bar with taxidermied animals run by a gothic Japanese man. It was a wild experience. Hey, nice pun. Um, Kyle Imperato asked that. King Bar? No, I've never been there. I've never heard of that. Have you guys ever seen Ace Ventura, Peg Detective? He goes into the room with all the taxidermy animals and he's like, this is a lovely room of death. That's probably what I would say. <laughs> um, Ryan said, it's, it, uh, in Japan you see monkeys, in America you see a squirrel. Yeah, 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 exactly. Just like you'd see a squirrel running around, you literally see like monkeys running around, it's crazy. Like actual monkeys, you know? Kyle J said, will you ever go back to your old haircut where you used to shave half your head? Well, what do you guys think? I like, I like this better personally. I need to get a haircut soon, but uh, I like the long hair personally. That was kind of a, when I was living in Portland, the guy who cut my hair, his name was Ryan. He was, uh, works at a hair salon. He liked that cut and I kind of just let him do it. Um, not that I didn't like it, but um, now that I'm here, I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna do that one anymore. <laughs> James, he said, if you can change something you knew now before coming to Japan, what would that be? Oh, for sure, the big one I would have done is, um, if you've, if you've seen uh, or been following the channel for a while, you would know that when I first moved here, and I think I talked about this in the last progress actually, so I won't go into it too much, but I spent way too much on my first apartment and I also spent too much money furnishing that apartment. And what I wish I had done is I wish I moved into kind of a temporary living space, like show up with my suitcase and move into like a share house where it's already furnished, where there's like a small shitty bed, a small desk and I just pay the rent, but I don't have to buy furnishings. And then while I'm living at the share house, I slowly look for my own apartment. And then what I wish I would have done is instead of buying new things, um, cause it's hard to find used things in Japan. It's not as common to have like a goodwill. Um, it's kind of frowned upon in Japan to have like, like old things or like used things. They're seen as like dirty, which I think is silly. Um, of course, as an American, I think it's a bargain. One man's trash, you know, is another man's treasure. So uh, there's groups on Facebook, um, good advice. There's a Facebook group called Osaka Sayonara Sales. There's probably a Tokyo one too. But if you, if you Google Sayonara Sales, um, it's, it's literally a group for when people are leaving the country and they need to get rid of their stuff. Um, they can sell, you know, like I'm selling this lamp for five bucks. I'm selling this table for 20 bucks. Um, so what I wish I had done is moved into a share house that was already furnished as a temporary living space for like six months, saved money, 
figured out slowly where I wanted to move to without rushing it because I rushed too quickly and I spent a lot of money. And then I had to cancel that, that contract, which costed more money. And then I ended up buying too much furniture and I had to sell some of the furniture I bought brand new. It was all a waste of money. So that was a big learning experience, but I didn't know. Congrats on moving into Jen, moving into Jen, bleh, moving in together with Jenny says Ace Jokes. Thank you. Just one more. Mark Panther, there was Ryan Boundless. Oh God. Um, JMG, if, oh, I already read that. Sorry. Uh, yeah, in Yokohama, I met you and you had the stream going, but I forgot the bar name, but I know it was in Yokohama. Really? Okay, I don't want to say that I didn't meet you. Good to see you again if we did. Um, I just, I don't remember ever going to Yokohama, necessarily. Um, I have, a, I know a guy who lived in Yokohama outside of Tokyo at the time, so I'm not sure. Forgive me. Either way, though, good to see you again. That's awesome. <laughs> Favorite video game of all time. Ooh, wow. Okay, my top three for sure uh, is um, StarCraft II, which I've been playing again recently for the computer. I love StarCraft II. I'll play it forever as long as it's still online. Um, so much fun. Such a rewarding game to learn and play. And still very active. Um, Oblivion, Elder Scrolls IV Oblivion. Um, is also uh, in the top three for sure. One of my favorite games. We played it recently on Twitch the last couple months. When COVID started, we, we were playing it because I had a lot of free time. God, I love that game. And we're still going to keep playing it uh, at some point. Um, and Donkey Kong for the original arcade. I'd like to say I'm kind of a pro at that game. I'm, I used to play a lot. King of Kong, baby. Uh, Blue says, yeah, you were, one of, uh, you were even the reason uh, why I made friends with Japanese people, which turned out great. Oh, awesome. And they were great treating... Oh, wait. They were great treating me really special because I was a foreigner maybe he says oh okay yeah that can happen dark echo that's the one <laughs> Anzu yes you were remembering correctly he said is that the random girl we met in the park and then we went to karaoke with yes yep yep have you considered moving to a different city other than staying in Osaka if I was to move to any other part of Japan um, I have an interest in Hokkaido I visited Hokkaido last year, or maybe two years ago, uh, with the live stream. Um, I did a bit of a solo travel trip where we went to Hokkaido and then slowly came back down to Osaka. And that whole trip in the northern part of Japan was a lot of fun. And the weather was cool. Um, I prefer weather a little on the colder side. In, Ho in Hokkaido, it snows in the winter, but in the summer, it's like a nice, you know, whatever. It's actually getting, I'm gonna zip up. It's cold. <clears throat> it's cold today. It's, uh, it's more like fall brisk cold weather. But if you're walking, it's fine. But I've just been sitting here for like an hour and a half, so it's getting kind of cold. But um, uh, right now, Jenny and I are going to be moving um, to an apartment here in Osaka, but not with not in downtown. So we're going to be moving a little bit like, I, I wouldn't even call it countryside, but just more into probably like more like neighborhood-ish area apartments, you know, um, that's just outside of the, the downtown city. So the, the rents are going to be very cheap. And then maybe from there, we'll move into like a... You know, maybe we'll do a year or two there and then move to a more... I really want to get into the countryside personally. I really do. Um, I just don't really need to be in the city every day anymore. And the public transportation is so good in Japan. I think even if you move out into the middle of nowhere, where it's like very calm and quiet and nice and you have some more fresh air and open space. And just fresh air is nice too. I think it takes a toll on your body. If you live in the city for your entire life, you can lose like five years of life, honestly, I think from dirty pollution and whatever. But... Um, I just, I think I would like to be in the countryside more and, uh, it would be nice. Even if you move to the countryside, you can, um, you know, it's like, okay, I need to go into the city, uh, 
once every couple weeks or whatever, you can take the train to get in there. It takes like a half hour. Um, Tried75 in the chat says, hey, Eric and chat, how's it going? No more skating nowadays and no more uh, D&D Eye of the Beholder. Oh yeah, we were streaming uh, Dungeons and Dragons for the Super Nintendo. Um, no, we'll definitely continue that one. I've just been playing other games. Skateboarding, I actually, I think I, I kind of self-diagnosed, but um, I think I got tendonitis on my ankle, um, in my foot. Uh, for the last three weeks, I've had a really bad uh, tendon pain. And I think it's in relation to skateboarding. So I've been resting it. Um, I've been exercising, but I haven't been skateboarding um, with the, the hopes. I've been icing and heating it. Um, I hope I don't have to go to the doctor or anything, but it's, it's starting to feel better. But I think it's like from self-diagnosis, if it really is tendonitis, I don't, if, like, I don't know 100% if that's what it is, but if that is what it is, um, online, of course, when you self-diagnose online, it always says like, you have cancer now, like fuck. But, uh, it, it was like the common likely likelihood of what it is is tendonitis and you just got to rest it for like four to six weeks which sucks because you can't skate but you know we'll pick it back up because uh, I miss skating too and it's fun exercise um, but I'm gonna let it rest for at least another week or two so that when I can get back into skate like I don't want I don't want to like push it and make it worse you know okay um, Hey, Edmund out, thank you. Yeah, guys, hit the bell. Um, when I started this YouTube channel, it was actually before the bell came out. So I, I'm, I've never been the guy to like, hit that bell, like and subscribe. It just seems so annoying and generic. But really, you should probably hit the bell. <laughs> we have a new video coming out, um, hopefully within a week from uh, tomorrow. So a uh, new Halloween video for Halloween in Japan. It's gonna be crazy. Have a good night, man. He was heading off, so he was saying goodbye. Uh, Let's do um, maybe another five minutes of questions and I think we'll wrap it up for today. Keep it around 90 minutes of a podcast. And the beginning of this podcast, again, I'm gonna edit out the beginning. So if you're listening to this now, hopefully you didn't have to listen to the, the troubleshooting at the beginning, but uh, these podcasts go so fast. So I think from time to time, um, just uh, on that note, um, we did, a, we did like a, a experimental podcast la last week from the house where we had kind of like segments where like I would, I would engage chat and then kind of put the chat to the side and just kind of talk on a, on a topic and then pull the chat back up and then we had it in segments like that. Um, but today kind of naturally turned out to be more of kind of a Q&A. Like people just ask questions and I kind of just riff with the chat. So I think um, from time to time we'll do like outdoor Q&A style podcast. And if, if the chat happens to be slow sometime where there aren't any questions, then I'll just kind of talk like a podcast and then I'll answer questions as they come in or whatever. But this, this actually ended up being pretty fun. I appreciate you guys uh, popping in. I'm having fun at least. Uh, but uh, Madoyan says, bro, I remember watching your YouTube videos about four years ago. And then I lost you from radar at some point. It's nice to see you again. I think a lot of people did. I, I had to take a break from YouTube for about a year. And around that time, I think even though people are subscribed, they weren't clicking the bell. So they just kind of don't see them pop up, see my videos pop up in the feed anymore. Uh, but we are uploading again, slowly but surely. But um, I now uh, no longer work uh, English teaching full, so much. So I, I work part time and I have a lot more time for YouTube now. So I've been dedicating more time to that. And some people were asking like, what happened to Twitch? Um, I still stream on Twitch, just not nearly as much as I was before, um, as, well, it was a hobby and it wasn't a full-time job ever. So, um, I'm focusing a lot more time into YouTube, which is kind of more of my pursuit at the moment. I like doing YouTube stuff. Good to have you back. Uh, Ace Jokes asks, will Jenny move to America with you in the future? Well, we kind of have that goal. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens, you know, and you know, our goals might change and in five years, if things are different and like she ultimately can't do it for whatever personal reason or whatever, you know, we'll figure it out then. 
Um, I think I, I'm, not as, I'm not as opposed to living in Japan as I was before. Not that I was against living in Japan, but I meant like, I've always had the, 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 the goal of like living here for like five years and then maybe moving. Um, <clears throat> but uh, we, we both uh, do kind of have like, a, like an idea or maybe a dream of possibly moving together to the US. So we will see. But if I could choose for her, yeah. <laughs> but I'm not gonna speak for her, so we'll figure it, we'll figure that out for sure. But um, it's exciting. We'll see. For now, we'll be in Japan though for at least three or five years here, which will be fun. So let's enjoy it. And I'm getting my uh, driver's license soon. I'm applying for it. Um, hopefully, should have it, but before the end of November. There's a few things. That, oh wow! JMG544 donated again, the sponsor for the podcast. I muted the alerts today just so that it didn't alert or didn't interrupt the podcast. But you know what? Um, I think uh, moving forward, if we do another Q&A podcast like this, I, I will have the alerts on. Um, I just, I was, I was treating it more like a traditional podcast where people listen to it. And if they were hearing like alerts pop in every couple minutes, I thought maybe it'd be annoying, but you know what? They're pretty infrequent anyway, but in this Q and a style, I think if you donate money, you should get an alert anyway. So thank you, JMG. He just donated $10 and said, thank you for the podcast. Thank you, man, for uh, sponsoring it. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Japanese driver's license. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, because I have an American license, I apparently, uh, there's a process I can do where I can, um, get it translated into Japanese and they can for, it's only $30 and a test. Uh, you can get a Japanese license. I didn't know that uh, until just recently, so I'm doing that now. Jamie G said, Jamie G's got a lot of good questions, by the way. Uh, have the last few years of living in Japan been enlightening, or have you had days that you're ready to come back and call it quits? Both. Uh, definitely the first year being in Japan was uh, very stressful and depressing. I talked about it a lot in the last podcast. Not that it was all bad, but there was just some things that was just like, what am I doing? Um, but now that things have calmed down and I've kind of adjusted life to my liking a bit more and my personal schedule, I'm loving it being here for sure. I do miss America though, don't get me wrong, for sure. And um, usually I get my fix with Christmas, but with COVID I can't go home for Christmas this year, which is really sad. Um, and I wanted to take Jenny to America to like, I've been hyping up like, oh, I'm, like in America, you can buy cheese. She's like, oh, you can buy cheese? And guess what, Jenny, what? You can actually buy fruit. Well, you can buy fruit in Japan. No, but Jenny, the apples, they're not $10 for one apple. <gasps> really? I don't believe you. Just wait, babe. <laughs> Japan has some really, really expensive food, man. So I've been hyping up American shopping and, and, uh, and I wanted to take her and just uh, buy a big bowl of fruit and a bag and a thing of cheese because that's so common in the US, but in Japan it's like, that's like, that's like uh, caviar. Yeah. Uh, Kyle J, if you do move back to the States, will you change your name since you won't be abroad anymore? That's a good question. I mean, I don't know. Like, uh, I think if, um, I don't know. I actually had the idea that if I ever did buy land a little bit off grid and I did a little bit of like an off grid pursuit, I mean, I could, I could keep it on the channel and it's kind of like the growth of like going abroad and then going off grid and I don't know, but I also had the idea of starting a new channel specifically for that content. Um, Eric's acres, <laughs> maybe something like that. I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. I guess I haven't thought that through, but, um, I don't know. <laughs> but it would be cool to like keep keep you guys on the journey, you know, if, if life, it'd be kind of fun to keep like the life progression on the same channel if possible. I mean, I could rebrand it, but we'll see. I don't know if it would make sense to, to keep it the same name. Eric at home, yeah. Uh, 
did you, t uh, Blue asks, uh, did you take the JLPT test? Not yet. I'm taking JLPT data like Sneer, and I'm sure your Japanese is really good right now. Yeah, it's okay. I think if I took it like today, I could pass uh, the level two. But if I studied a bit, I could probably get the level one. But I'd have to study my kanji again. JLTP was canceled in America this year from COVID. Really? Okay. That's a, that's a Japanese test for those that don't know. It's um, the only reason people get it is it's like considered official. It's kind of like having a diploma where you, if you apply for a job, even if your Japanese is like ass, if you say like, yeah, I have JLPT level one, which is the highest level. It's not the lowest level. Level one is the highest. It looks good on a resume basically, but I've, I've never needed to take it. So I haven't taken it. Uh, the only reason I would take it is just to brag and say I've taken it <laughs> and I passed, but I haven't needed it. Um, Jack said, I watched a video of a guy buying a $10,000 strawberry in Japan. Yeah, see, they just, yeah, it's dumb. Okay, just name it like Life of Eric. Yeah, something like that, we could. I don't, I just, I hate it when a channel like rebrands themselves because I was like, oh, like you lost, you lost a part of what you were, but I don't know, I've, I've made, I, if I made a new channel though, it'd be like the fifth channel I've made on YouTube. Uh, I, I wouldn't want to have to start from scratch again, but the content's so different, so I don't know, hard to say, we'll see. Uh, have you ever thought of moving to another Asian country like China or Thailand? Long story, an long, uh, story, long answer short, no. I'll just say no. I haven't. Dibluma. <laughs> um, cool, guys. Well, uh, I don't know. It's been about an hour and a half. Maybe this would be a good point to wrap up today's Q&A podcast. I wasn't really uh, anticipating this being a Q&A, but I think now that we've done this, um, I will go ahead and edit the, the, the content that we did today um, so that the beginning is a little bit uh, there's some some troubleshooting at the beginning I'd like to cut out, but I'll probably rename the the title of this now that it's like done I can go back and name it like Q&A pod outdoor Q&A or something like that and um, We could uh, do this again. I had fun. It's definitely cold though, man. Damn. I uh, I might need to uh, Bring some more like uh, hand warmers or something next time I do not want to catch a cold during COVID time. So uh, I think I'm gonna wrap this up and um, Yeah call it a day for today but this was a lot of fun so again guys uh i will be live streaming tomorrow on twitch um more or less 24 hours from now in my discord channel um you can uh discord yeah it's linked below uh if you're watching on youtube here uh the info for it is in there but i'm starting at 7 30 p.m japan time uh on twitch you can't it's not like youtube where you can see what time zone it is for you uh, you're just gonna have to check what time it is in Japan time. We're gonna be live streaming from Twitch. And if you can't tune in live, that's okay because I'm gonna be uploading a video, not just the VOD, but an actual edited video of tomorrow's Halloween themed uh, video content about a week or so, hopefully within, um, uh, from tomorrow. So we'll hopefully within a week or so, I'll have that video up, we'll see. Um, hey, what's up, Sebastian? I'll see you tomorrow, buddy. Thank you for streaming, says Mahanme. Hey, what's up, man? Good to see you too. Have a good one, Bruce. And uh, Ace Jokes, Kyle. Blue, JMG, you guys have a great day and I will see you guys tomorrow on Twitch. Thank you again so much for watching and um, let's do this again. I'll see you guys next time on Eric Abroad and uh, with some new content. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, life moving forward. I'll probably make some video content with, uh, in regards to moving with Jenny because that's going to be a little bit like, uh, you know, doing a futari gorashi, living with, uh, uh, having a roommate in Japan. I haven't done that yet. So, well, especially a girlfriend. So, um, some, definitely some, uh, some life changes and some, uh, some new content that we can make for that. And uh, yeah, thank you guys. Uh, and I look forward to uploading more content for you guys soon. Have a great day. 
and I guess I'll see you guys tomorrow on Twitch. And um, I guess turn on that bell. Nowadays, I'm gonna start promoting the bell because I think it's kind of important that we gotta do that, so. Have a good one, guys. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Bye from Japan. I'll see if I can uh, show you guys a little bit of the park here. <laughs> Just before I go. I'm gonna go up to the castle actually and shoot some, um, take some photos. But I gotta get some food too, I'm hungry. Okay, actually turning it off. Bye guys, thank you so much. Peace. Thank you.